defense and welcome back to episode 14 i had to double check before we recorded this because we took last week off it's a nice little break but we are overdue on stories big time so we're gonna give you a mega episode at least try to deliver a mega episode this week josh how you feeling tonight i'm doing pretty good and if we're honest the the break was uh pretty much all my fault so um i wasn't gonna bring it up I was gonna blame because I, you know, I deserve the deserve the crap. So, but we can blame Josh for that one. Okay, everyone, blame Josh. He gave us permission, but we're responsible <laughs> adults. We'll make fun of you later. Well, Yay. let's move on to the actual stories. So, the big news story obviously is Avengers Endgame, which we called it a long time ago that this would be the mm-hmm. title. Um, that'll be our main discussion. So we'll talk about that in great detail later. That's why we're not talking about it now, because that'll be our discussion. Our first news topic was the Captain Marvel trailer, because I don't want to talk nearly as much about that as I do about the Avengers trailer, because I didn't like this trailer either. I, yeah, um, so far I've been kind of indifferent to Captain Marvel. Um, Part of that, I think, is just because we're just, I want to get to the Avengers. I don't even care about Captain Marvel. Um, but I do think, and I'm bringing this point up later in our discussion, but I do think it's going to tie in in ways that I don't think we realize quite yet with uh, the, the Avengers movies. I do find it odd that she never showed up in the Endgame trailer at all. Oh, yeah. But, um... Back to the Captain Marvel trailer. I don't know what it is, but neither of these trailers so far have really wowed me. They're just kind of there. They're not really interesting. I have a hard time getting behind the character of Captain Marvel, from the trailers at least. Like, I know some stuff from the comics, so that's why I'm excited. But for... um, As a movie, if I didn't know anything about Captain Marvel, I, I don't know why I should care. Um, I don't know. It's just... I, they're not showing a whole lot, which I'm sure there's reason for that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some big secrets, especially with the scrolls involved. But yeah, um, what were your overall impressions of this trailer? Was it better than the last one? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I really Do you get like, the last trailer? I'm so, I'm so indifferent to both of them. It, it's hard to 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 really like. Well, I'll say this one's them. better, just because. You got nowhere to go but up after that disappointing first one. Fair, fair. No, I, yeah, okay, I'll agree. And maybe I like this one better more because we see a little bit more of her powers, which How, it, it's not much, but still a little bit more. I guess I don't know. How are you feeling about the um, Nick Fury cat joke? The cat scene. Uh, at the end of the trailer, when Nick Fury's like t- playing with some cat or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Uh, technically speaking, I guess you could. No, that's DC. Never mind. I was going to connect it to a later news story, but um, that's not going to happen. It is um, not um, Clary and the boy wizard with his cat. <laughs> well, I was going to say Zapata. I was going to say that it could be Zantana, but that's a whole other universe entirely. Um, I don't know, man. Oh, okay. I've seen some theories out there 
that the cat that he's playing with is a scroll. To which I'm going, okay, you're digging way too deep into these theories, guys. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, part of the cool part about the scrolls that I've always wanted. Um, I've always wanted them to come around is because they could be absolutely anybody. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, I have a couple thoughts. Give me a quick, like, top three, top two um, picks who you think in Captain Marvel may end up being a scroll. The cat. Um, the, old, the old lady that she fights on the train. Okay, that one's a, um, that one's a gimme. See, but, like, it's going to be funny if it's not a gimme and it's just, like, an old lady who happens to really hate Captain Marvel. <laughs> That would be. Um, I would love that, but that's not going to happen. No, it's not because they don't have the balls. Um, I'm trying to think. I I can see them throwing in a a fury, like like uh, there's a maybe there's a like a twist scene with Nick Fury when he turns out to be a scroll. I could see he's one of my options. I think. Yeah. Um, because Fury. I mean, they they could totally be like, yeah, like. Because Captain Marvel's not going to know that he ha- he's supposed to have an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have another scroll theory, but we'll get to that in the main discussion. Um, but yeah, I think the, I know where you're going with that too. Um, there's three candidates that I think they might be scrolls. Uh, Nick Fury, obviously. Um, Jude Law's character. I don't think he's actually Captain Marvel. I think he's a scroll. And okay. The one that I'm actually going to put the most amount of money behind that this person is a scroll, Agent Coulson. Yes. Because I don't think they have, they, they, they won't spend the time to explain why he's, he's there. Well, I mean, it is 95, so he hasn't died yet in this I mean, timeline. Still, still. But I think, um, remember that line in Captain America the Winter Soldier where Nick Fury says something about the last time I fully trusted someone, I lost an eye. But what happens if he trusts Coulson? That Coulson. Hmm. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. And everyone already has this pre-attached attachment to Coulson, but what if it's not the Coulson we know that comes later? Yeah. Yeah. The tricky part will be to make it obvious enough to us as the audience that this isn't the Colson that we knew because or don't we didn't make it obvious, make it. it a big plot twist. Well, yeah, but we don't necessarily have a lot of interaction with Colson film wise to really gauge like, Oh no, that's not something Colson would say. Yeah, that's you true. I mean? But I think so, I if know. you do this Colson plot twist, it doesn't disrupt anything in the main, either agents of shield or, the main MCU timeline. It doesn't mess anything up. No. I think it'd be a nice twist of, oh, you know this character? No, you don't. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, those are those are just kind of my theories about Captain Marvel. I have other scroll theories, but they play a much larger role, and we'll talk about that in Avengers. I mm-hmm. I like this trailer more than the first one, but still, I'm having a hard time getting on the Captain Marvel bandwagon. That being said, there's going to be some important details about this in Endgame, so I'm sure I'll see it. Um, just not that enthusiastic yeah, not, yet. The trailers have been that interesting to me. 
Yeah, it almost feels like Marvel is kind of like, well, you're going to have to see this movie for certain details that are going to pertain to Endgame. And I don't appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. However, if you want to talk about a good trailer, Godzilla Mm. King of the Monsters. Holy crap. Mm. This is a fantastic trailer. Dude, I was already stoked for Godzilla too, but now, like, yeah, totally down. Like, everyone looks amazing creature-wise. It's promising a whole bunch of action, and I actually believe them when they say they're not just going to cut away to some news feed this time around. Yeah. Well, because it's going to be really, really hard to now that there's so many of them. Yeah. Uh, creatures that they're going to have in this, like King Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla himself. Uh, but now I'm very much like, okay... I can see where there is this going, especially considering not all these Titans are walking out of this movie alive. Mark my words. No, no, totally not. Uh, Godzilla definitely has to, obviously. He's fighting Kong in 2020, so of course he's making it out alive. Exactly. Um, Which almost kind of deepens it a little bit, but not really that much. uh, I don't think Mothra's coming out of this alive, though. I don't think so either. Um... What's the Hydra looking one? I can't remember his uh, name. Ghidorah? Or Ghidra, depending. Ghidra. I actually can see him staying alive. He, 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 just... he, he, he's staying alive. Hey, yep, I went there. Hey, the one. You did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know enough about the Godzilla world and the monsters that you know exist in it. Thankfully, really I like, do, no. thanks to a former roommate of mine. Shout out to Akira. Oh yeah. Um I yeah, you know what? But like I'm I'm just down to see a bunch of big animals beat the crap out of each other and you know. From, I really uh, like the line when he's we're in the trailer when they're like, So you're suggesting we make Godzilla our pet and they'll laugh, ha 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 and he's like, No, like we're gonna be his pet. Like Duh. Yes, I we love not, that. Do we not line. learn this from the first? Do we not learn this from the first movie? Like, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I love that line. Is it wrong that for this movie, I'm kind of rooting for Ghidorah because of how sweet he looks? Oh, dude, it'd be really easy to make a three-headed dragon look super dumb, but but it looks geez. legit. Not just a three-headed yeah. dragon, a three-headed dr- gold dragon with no arms. Yes. But holy crap if he doesn't look awesome. Oh, yeah. He, every, everybody looks really, really cool in this movie. And they... Uh, I forget where I read this, but they said somewhere that the creatures that we've seen in the trailers aren't the only Titans. Yes. Oh, I agree. I don't need to but, know any others. I'm fine with the ones that are there and be surprised later. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to show me everything now. I think we're all on board at this point. Um, I need to go back and rewatch it, but does Godzilla look, like, bigger? And does his spy, the spines on his back look bigger? Or is that just my imagination? I think it's a little more pronounced. Um, like, okay. yeah, you see it more light up, and it's it definitely seems more, it stands out more. But that also because. Yeah. B, that we're focusing more on Godzilla this time around. Um, the first, what was it, 2014, 2015? We still didn't see that much of Godzilla, even in the trailers. So it could just be a case of yeah. um, 
we're just seeing him more this time around. But he looks legit, too. Yeah, yeah. He does. He always has. I'm excited to see how he's going to deal with these monsters that are almost three times as big as he is. Yeah, I love the size difference between Ghidorah slash Ghidra, however you want to pronounce it, and yeah. Godzilla. It's... Oh, it seems great. like an actual threat to him. And when they run at each other at the end, oh. So in that, there's a scene in the trailer that's like a big cloud of smoke or whatever, and we see something really freaking big. It's Ghidorah. About to come out. You sure? Yeah. Are sure about that? If you look closely, it's got the three heads. Look, man, I was trying to like hypothesize that it was going to be something even bigger, but you know what? It's not Fine. Mechagodzilla yet. I can dream, Harold. Actually, I'm going to go out on a limb and project a couple years out. If Kong versus Godzilla does well in 2020, the next Godzilla movie will be Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I'm putting it down now. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, you could totally tell the story through Kong and, and God's and versus Godzilla, too, though. And be and, like, you know, Godzilla somehow portrays the, the human race, so they build something to fight God- Godzilla. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to be the Jaegers from Pacific Rim, because those won't cross yeah. over as great as an, and easy as a segue as that would be. But that's a tangent yeah. I've gone into way too many times already. Uh, but Mecha Godzilla, I think, would be the next logical choice after Kong versus Godzilla. But, oh my gosh, this trailer got me so hyped. Even as someone that's not really a Godzilla fan... I need to see this movie as soon as possible. And yeah. one last dad pun to finish it off. How many Titans do I hope to see in this movie? Eleven. I hate you. <laughs> because mm-hmm. Billy Bobby Brown's in this movie. Yes, yes, yes. I know. And that lady from The Conjuring. Oh. Yeah, really. And uh, Millie. And Ken Watanabe's back. <laughs> This, there's just like this. This cast is gonna be. It's great. a pretty That's good nothing. cast. Yeah, it's really solid. Well, you know what doesn't have a cast anymore? Daredevil, because it's gone. Oh wow! You're just ripping the bandaid off on that one, huh? Normally, <laughs> I'm the king of segues. This one, I'm just like, nope. I'm just going right into it. So, do we think? that this is just continuing continuing with the fact that Marvel is uh, sorry Disney is having their own streaming service and so they're yes. pulling all of their property back. Yes. Or and the only we... reason Jessica Jones and Punisher weren't canceled along with it is because they already have seasons coming up that have wrapped filming. Okay. That's right cuz Daredevil hasn't um hadn't started filming yet for the next season. Yeah, it debuted its final season and then like 2 weeks later they're like, "Nope, you're done." But yeah, Jessica yeah. Jones and Punisher are still filming or have finished filming their last seasons. Okay. But once okay. those come out on Netflix, they'll be canceled too. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because Punisher is really, really good. Yeah. So um, we'll, we'll have to see what that... Part of me hopes this means that they'll do something with these with this material over nope. in their streaming service, but I they highly can't. doubt that they will. There's an article I read today that there's an agreement between Disney and Netflix that they can't use Daredevil or Daredevil characters for two years after this. Well, I mean, that makes sense. You don't want to, you know, cancel everything and then oversaturate the market. So that makes sense. 
I think Daredevil will eventually show up in the MCU at some point, though. Oh yeah, I would, which would be a lot of fun. I I think I could see him more showing up in like a Spider Man movie than anything else. Oh, I have wanted that so bad. Not so much to see oh, Daredevil and Spider Man team up, but Spider Man take on Kingpin. Oh my goodness, Tom Holland versus Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, please. Yeah, we haven't really had we. No, we've never had a Kingpin in uh, in a Spider Man movie. In a Spider-Man movie, no. But yeah, I would like a mob boss, like a street-level type villain for Spider-Man to worry about. Not like a supervillain, but like a... of like an actual character that you can't just punch your way out of. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with with this next one that's coming, and with uh, Mysterio being the main villain, that'll be a good step up. But then if you're going to... Uh, what? So, um, that actually kind of brings up a news topic that I wasn't planning on talking about, but we can dovetail this into it perfectly, like we planned it or something. Um, the day after <laughs> the Avengers trailer came out, um, at Comic-Con Brazil, they released the first trailer for Far From Home, but we didn't get it online or anything. But, however, trailer descriptions came out. Mysterio isn't the bad guy, at least at first, He's helping Spider-Man take on the bad guys. Interesting. I don't think he's going to stay good. I think it's going to be like a Harry Osborn, but more than likely he's yeah. just playing with Peter Parker the whole time. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. From under him, which is totally a Mysterio thing to do. But apparently, oh, according yeah. to the trailer, um, it's going to be Mysterio and Spider-Man teaming up to fight Hydro-Man. Really? Hydro-Man? Of all, of all the people, of all the villains you have to... Well, I mean, maybe you just want to keep protect some of yeah. the other ones. protect yeah, your A-listers, because no one yeah, cares about yeah. Hydra-Man, so it's fine if he's a, the throwaway villain. That's fair, because at the end of the day, it's Mysterio, Mysterio who's going to be there. I mean, we already had yeah, three yeah, okay. villains in Homecoming that none of them were particularly A-listers. You had Shocker, Tinkerer, and Vulture. That's fair. Well, that's fair. Okay. Well, although Vulture, you can kind of is more like a B lister, though, because he like upper B list because he is. Yeah, he was um, an original Sinister Six member. Yeah, so I I would him I would maybe have him more up there. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's a nice um, little detail. I would Um, love to see Vincent D'Onofrio and Spider Man collide. Oh, that would be great. Um, but I would like to see what the proper MCU could do with Daredevil. Um, like, Daredevil always got rave reviews. It was a good show. Um, I was never a fan of the suit, though. I always hated the suit. I honestly liked the the first one, their first little suit. The, the Black, Black Ninja one? one? I liked that better than, than the one that they, they gave us. Yeah, I like the Black That's Ninja really one a lot. That one's the one yeah. I prefer. I was honestly, like, if they did that one with... Um, and gave him actually gave him the sticks and the, all the rope and stuff. I think that would have been awesome. I may be a minority here, but if we do ever get a Daredevil, uh, like in the MCU, uh, whether that be on the Disney streaming service or an actual movie appearance, even if it's just for a little bit, I kind of want to see him in the yellow. Really, I have always kind of had a soft spot for the. Yellow and red. 
Like, I like the red, too. That's a classic look. But I've always thought the yellow was pretty cool. Because, I don't know. I, I have a lot of Daredevil comics, believe it or not. And I have a hybrid of a lot of the yellow and a lot of the red. Okay. Ooh. Whatever, man. I, I like yellow Daredevil. I will say, uh, Daredevil might be the only one that I'd, I'd be pretty okay with him just hang, having straight spandex. Like, not an armor suit. Well, with Daredevil and all the other shows getting canceled, the chances now are better than ever that we get an actual Iron Fist. Not whatever the crap was on Netflix, yeah. but like an actual in-costume Iron Fist, because I would love that more than I would like to see Daredevil, actually. Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't mind a Defenders movie. I think you can really pull that off really well. Maybe not, because um, I don't think Jessica Jones is one of the original members of the Defenders, if I remember right. I can't. I don't, I don't know, know Defenders too well, so I can't yeah. tell you off the top of my head. I know for a fact it's Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. But I never felt like Jessica Jones was really a part of that. But I would love to see like those three team up because the the chemistry I've always seen with them has always worked really well. Speaking of three, we have not one but three DC projects supposedly in development. Um, one of these actually has been confirmed. The other two are just rumors at this point. But um, interesting nonetheless, and I have a mini rant of, because of course I do. Uh, but the first one that's actually been confirmed is a Blue Beetle, a Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle, not a Ted Cord Blue Beetle, because there's a difference. Uh, there's a Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle movie in development by DC, which actually be, would be the first Hispanic superhero film of all time, believe it or not. Um, and then we have supposedly a Zatanna movie and a Plastic Man movie in the works. Um, before I go into my little dichotomy and rant here, what are your thoughts on all three of these projects, Josh? I have a feeling I know which one of these three you're most excited for. Well, obviously Blue Beetle. And because the Jaime Reyes is, is a, the Blue Beetle that I'm most familiar with, and I think a good portion of our generation would be more familiar with, yeah. uh, especially through if you watch Young Justice. Jaime! Uh, Jaime! Uh, and even really like the Teen Titans movies that are currently going out right now. The oh, yeah. Movies. I completely forgot about those. Yeah, and he's fantastic. He's a very inter- interesting character. You you can do a lot with that. And uh, so our, I can't remember if, they, if they've if they trashed it or not. But is the, the Cyborg Teen Titans movie still happening? Uh, they haven't officially said anything, but I think it's gone. A gun. I think it's it's James Gunn, which means it's out of here. <laughs> yep, I recovered. Um, <laughs> I think that but, one's dead. Uh, okay, that see that was going to be my next point. But if it's dead, it's dead then, because uh, that would be something I could see them tying Blue Beetle and really even uh, Zantana in into is a Teen Titans. Zantana. Zantana. Zatana. Sorry. There you go. Apparently, I wanted to make it into the the guitar player, but um, uh, but Zatanna and Blue Beetle could easily weave their way into into a, a mix mix mash uh, Teen Titans kind of film. Ooh, I hadn't even thought about that. I would love to see yeah. that as the back door into Titans. Yeah, because I mean, I as much as I love Cyborg, the 
um, interactions between um, between uh, Beast Boy and Blue Beetle, Jaime. I mean, Blue Beetle are, are, are way more interesting and way more fun, in my opinion, than the ones between Cyborg and Beast Boy. And just the more stuff you can do with it, and, yeah. especially if you do the Damian Rob. I'm really just pit it, pitching the Judas contract, from, but in live action. Ooh, um. <laughs> you know, you know why I would be okay with that. Yes. For those okay, of so, you listening <laughs> at home, the Judas yes. contract is very special to me because in Tales of the Teen Titans number 44, which is more or less the halfway point in the Judas contract story arc, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing for the first time, donning the horrendous blue and yellow costume. That thankfully I like he that costume. Keep... You shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. Which one's more iconic and classic when do you think Nightwing? That flamboyant circus boy yellow and blue? Or the fantastic black and blue? It doesn't matter. You're, hey, you have no room to talk. You like the yellow and red daredevil. Fair enough, but notice how in our debate we never once brought up Red Nightwing. So anyway... Um... Screw Red Nightwing. <laughs> Which brings me to my Nightwing rant, of all things. That's, I didn't mean to segue it, but it, it happened. Like I said, I'm real good with segues. So, Nightwing rant. Here we go. Plastic Man. Oh, Plastic Man, Plastic Man, Plastic Man, Plastic Man, Plastic Man. Okay. I don't... Hey. I'm not opposed hey, to... I'm not opposed to a plastic man in the slightest. What I am opposed to is Matt Reeves' Batman movie a whole bunch right now because Matt Reeves' Batman movie, which frankly has been in in pre-production for over two years now, and he can't get off his butt and write the script, his his Batman movie that still basically can't get off the freaking ground because he's too lazy to write a story is the reason we don't have a Nightwing movie in development. Because they're in limbo with Batman, they don't know what to do with Nightwing. Essentially is why production on the Nightwing movie has stalled. Chris McKay has moved on to other projects, one of which we'll be talking about here in just a second. Um, He was supposed to be attached to Nightwing, and he more or less says he still is, but he's doing um, Lego Batman 2, supposedly. We'll talk about that in a second. He's doing a Dungeons & Dragons movie. So by the time he gets around to a freaking Nightwing movie, it's going to be 2022, 2023, and by then, maybe we'll have a Matt Reeves Batman movie. What I'm saying is we're supposed to have this Batman movie by now, but he's taken so long to get it done that screwing up all these other projects that are relying on the Batman character. So we're getting stupid movies like Plastic Man and Zatanna. No offense to either of them, but... There's these legions of fans that want to see a freaking Nightwing movie, and you're not giving them that because one guy doesn't want to give a freaking Batman movie, so we are stuck with Plastic Man and Zatanna, who, honestly, are not nearly as interesting as what Nightwing could bring to the table. (sighs) Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, I watched Christmas Vacation like two days ago. (laughs) See... I thought you were, like, the main point here is that you're just mad that Plastic Man is getting a movie before Nightwing. I am! (laughs) Because Plastic Man! I mean, really, like, if you're gonna do someone, do, like, uh, uh, Elastic Man. Instead of that. If I wanted to watch Plastic Man slash Elastic Man, I'd go watch The Incredibles again. Oh, stop it. 
Uh, one day, I'm just saying it. one day we'll get a Nightwing <laughs> movie. I, I'm sure of it. Yeah, sure. Just like we'll have a Ben Affleck Batman movie. Uh, no, that one I've given up hope on. But yeah, hey, we'll, we'll always have Titans. Okay, before we'll before we'll I need leave that before I need blood pressure medication, let's move on to Pixar. Yep. Okay. So this was announced earlier Wednesday, our normal recording day. So earlier today, I don't know why I said it weird. <laughs> um, Pixar, Disney and Pixar just kind of re- said, hey, we've got a new movie coming March 2020 starring Chris Pratt, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. I know she's got an actual name, but she's Elaine from Seinfeld forever. Um, yep. And Tom Holland. Um, it's called Onward. We don't know that much about it, but hopefully it's good, Pixar. <laughs> So, have you read the synopsis that was presented? Oh, no. I didn't notice the synopsis. Look at you with the homework. I know, right? So, well, because synopsis? I saw this on the list and I was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. So, apparently, think uh, with lots of, like, elves and orcs. It's like a magical world, right? But it's like a suburb, very suburban and machines have taken over, and there's no, like, in place of, there's machines in place of magic. So it's bright? So, yes, but oh. animated. And, but, like, not not as gritty. So then I guess the, the plot is going to be to these two elf brothers, presumably played by Pratt and Holland, who are going to go see if there's any magic left. Which is a very, like, Pixar thing to do with a story like this. Let me guess, they're going to discover the magic within themselves? Oh my goodness, I swear if they make it that easy, I'm, I'm quitting, I quit. Or if they make it so easy, Chris Pratt's character dies because he's a brother and that's kind of what you do in a Disney movie. Or, yes. you know, he could just cost half the galaxy their lives. I mean, that's, there's that too. Not like he doesn't have a in that department. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Ugh. It's totally his fault. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm just so dumb. I'm anyway, so uh, hesitant about this. Um, th- that yeah, synopsis sounds it. fine, but yeah. um, Pixar, if anything, they've shown over the past seven to eight years, they're not untouchable. They've had quite a few over the past few years that are just fine. Finding Dory, yes. fine. Incredibles 2, good, but not nearly as good as it could have been. Good dinosaur. Yeah. They're not on so I, they, no, when I hear I the agree. Pixar project, I'm not nearly as excited as I used to be. Same. Especially when I read the synopsis. I know it kind of felt... Go and look at it and read, but see if you can find what I, I read. Um, it, it feels like a jumbled, jumbled mess already. So, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, We'll find out. Um, this is another news story that I thought was super interesting, more or less because of what it implies, which gets me more excited the more I think about it. Uh, so every year, the Arrowverse on CW has their big crossover event. This year it was uh, Bob Saget. I don't even remember what it was this year, but it had evil Superman, Batwoman, and stuff like that. At the end of the final episode of this year's crossover, they announced that next year's crossover 
will be Crisis on Infinite Earths, to which I go, okay, I guess I can watch these three episodes, because that is the biggest event in DC Comics history, and I'll be real curious to see what they do, primarily because I have a theory of something that may happen, but before I delve too deep and put my theory hat on, I need one of those. I need a conspiracy theory hat, officially, that I'll put on when I record these. Uh, Before I put on my conspiracy theory hat, Josh... What do you think about Crisis on Infinite Earths with CW? God, I don't care. <laughs> like, that on. I, I just I, don't. I, what if I, I said... I have, what if I said I could entice you? Maybe. But, listen. I really haven't been a fan of any of the CW shows. Like, they're okay to watch. But they always have felt too much like a soap opera and not enough, like, a superhero film. Agreed. They they cater to a certain demographic, and they do what they do well for that demographic. I have no issues. They To me, all the CW shows have a two-season curse. The first two seasons of any yeah. show are phenomenal. Then it nosedives. Look at Arrow. Yeah. Look at Flash. But. Yeah. But, but, but. Mm-hmm. So. About a week ago, Stephen Amell had a special meeting with a certain actor that got a couple people talking, myself included, that went, oh, is something on the horizon? He talked, apparently, and took a picture for Instagram, because that's what you got to do now. Um, He took a picture and posted on Instagram with him meeting with Tom Welling, also known as Smallville Superman. Mm. My least favorite Superman. Primarily because he hated the role? Yeah, I mean, there's that too. But, this has led to a lot of speculation, especially on my end too, um, that could Crisis on Infinite Earths be how they introduce Smallville into the CW universe? I actually Let's would not be okay with that. that. No, 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 no. Well, okay, hold on. Because it's not in I the same world. world. It's in yeah, a it's an infinite, infinite Earth, so we can have all that stuff to be happening without... Uh-huh. Uh, hmm. Okay, okay. Take it, Nathan, you have me enticed. <laughs> I love when I get to do that. <laughs> so, which, when I heard that, it immediately got my mind racing. So the iconic image with Christ on Infinite Earth is um, Superman holding the dead body of Supergirl and screaming up to the sky. I can absolutely see them recreating that panel, except with Supergirl holding the dead body of Superman from Smallville. Okay. And that's how Smallville Superman goes out, is saving the multiverse. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't think he deserves that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Would that at least get you a little bit more interested? Uh, I guess, maybe. So I, mean, I shouldn't tell you the theory that I'm people gonna... kind of want Titans and CW to cross over. Look. No, no. You keep that away. You keep those shows apart. Titans is actually kind of decent right now. Don't you dare. Are you caught up? <sighs> Not yet. I might do that tonight. It's like a tennis match. One of us will be ahead, and one of us will be <laughs> ahead, and we'll be tied. There's yeah. only two episodes left. 
I know. Also, I, what I might do, what I might do is just not watch because I'm going to go. I'm going on vacation here in a couple weeks. Mm. Actually, I'm going on vacation in a week. Ooh, ooh. Um, but then, then I'll just like take take some time and just watch it. Then the w- most recent one from last week you can absolutely skip. It just is more or less just a hawk and dove episode, which I like them, but it kind of stalls the momentum of the show to a screeching halt. Yeah, because the other one, the past cut, we've been like, build the momentum like crazy. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Um, speaking, speaking of DC. Of, uh, movies that are building moment- momentum. <laughs> our last DC topic of the day and our last movie topic of the day. Uh, I, in my mini blood pressure raising rant from earlier, I talked about Chris McKay, who is the director of Lego Batman, which was one of the surprise hits when that came out. I love Lego Batman. Apparently, uh, Chris McKay responded to a fan on Twitter and said that Lego Batman 2 is actually in production, which, I mean, I kind of figured would be the case, but it was nice to hear from him that it's officially happening and they're already working on it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't exactly need a second one, but yeah, I mean, if this story is interesting enough, like, why not? Mm. What if? What if? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Again, I need to dig out my conspiracy theory hat. Who else is in the Lego Batman movie? Dick Grayson. What was the movie that Chris McKay was going to direct before Matt Reeves became a lazy... No, this did not be his Nightwing movie. It is not going to be a Nightwing movie, but Dick Grayson, Lego Dick Grayson, can become Lego Nightwing. Uh, You're going to... You'll stop at nothing until you get this. I really will not stop at nothing. It's going to happen in Titans before it happens anywhere else. Oh, it's so true. Okay, so for those of you who may not know, who listen to the show, Josh and I record from far away because we live in different states. If we get an actual confirmation or news story about Nightwing, and if we get a trailer one day, like an actual trailer for an actual movie, let's just say Josh and I are pretty far away, but even Josh will be able to hear me scream at the top of my lungs in the streets. <laughs> yeah. That's how badly yep. I want this. I won't even, I'll see it, and I'll, be, and I'll just text you and be like, you've already seen it, haven't you? <laughs> I'll be like, I may or may not already have it memorized. No, he'll just, probably just you know, get a text with nothing but capital, ah. Yeah. Either that, you know, it'd be funny, is if it just kind of ha- somehow happened, for me to see it first and for me to text you like, Hey, you see, I've, you've probably already seen it. Huh? And you're like, seen what? <laughs> I can uh, actually see that happening. And I, I would hate you for it. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's true, but uh, I'm not getting off the horse. It's going to happen one day and it may be a Lego Nightwing, but we're going to get Nightwing at some point by Chris McKay. And, <laughs> I so need, let me, I need the let blood me ask pressure medication again. <laughs> let me ask you this: um, the the D- Dick Grayson from the first one is played by um, Michael Sarah. Yes. Do you have him play? Could you have him still voice Nightwing? Um, because I could see some hilarity coming out of. Michael Sarah trying to do a serious Batman voice for Nightwing. <laughs> but see, that's the charm is Nightwing isn't serious. 
So exactly. it could probably still work with Michael Sarah too. It could. I love Michael Sarah. I don't Jeez. care who voices him. Now, I, in live action form, I very much will care. And I still yeah, have my picks for who it should be, but animation wise, honestly, the guy that honestly the guy that's playing Dick Grayson uh, on Titans is I is now my sleeper pick, man. Like he's nope. exactly who I would want right now. Nah, I'm still pulling for Zac Efron. Nah, don't mention that name to me. Why? Why not? Because I don't like Zac Efron. Why? Because he's a pretty boy like Dick Grayson is? Look, man, he's got hair. I don't, okay? That upsets me. <laughs> you can't, because you're follically challenged, you can't be mad at the hairful. Fair, I guess. Okay. That just um, sounds like it should be a here, shirt. Just because I'm follically impaired uh, doesn't mean I can hate the hairful. <laughs> so, this wasn't. On the docket for tonight, but I wanted to ask you how you felt about the Sonic poster. <laughs> Why is it weird? Why the must only you thing that my make, soul. <laughs> the only thing that's making me uncomfortable right now, currently, is that he has calves. <laughs> Just for that, man, just just for talking about Sonic, when we get to the sponsor, I already have a sponsor for you. Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah, but oh my gosh, that Sonic poster. <laughs> I don't care about this movie. Like, the Sonic fandom has scared me away from Sonic, and I'm not interested in this movie, especially when they said it's a live-action animation hybrid. I'm like, oh no, you know your audience too well. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing, because no. then they'll they'll. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, there's actually some really good fan art. Um, oh gosh, I regret saying that. Um, but... <laughs> the fact that you've looked up Sonic fan art is hilarious. No, uh, it wasn't like fan art. Fan art. It was like a Boss Logic like reworking of the Sonic poster, and it's so much better. Like, it's Sonic, like, the rings that he collects, it more or less acts as a teleport, and he's, like, coming through the ring, and it looks so much better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I'm busting out the big guns. Sonic this week has is... calves. Sonic has calves. Why? We're talking about Avengers oh. now. We're going to segue into the, our main discussion. But before we do that, this week's sponsor, <laughs> Just for Men. Oh, that's mean. Even though Just for Men is uh, is really for people that are gray-haired, not for balding people. So take that. Take that. <laughs> you brought up Sonic into this, man. Now we're going to talk about sadder things, like all the dead Avengers. I don't know. Or, it's not really that sad. They're all coming back anyway. Yeah, that's true. Or my theory, the ones that will die, like Iron Man. Yes, he will. So, first of all, before we go into our conspiracy theory hat-wearing mode, um, what'd you think of the trailer, first of all? Um, I actually was blown away. I think I texted you when I watched it, because... You really liked it? I was... I actually really liked it, and you know me. You hate Marvel. 
I hate Marvel. I want them to like choke on a big old ball of spit. Like, go away. But um, I had other words I was going to say, and then I remembered uh, our PG rating. Um, <laughs> but I just, it's very, it, it got me hooked. Especially the line from Captain America, and when when um, Black Widow's like, "Steve is going to work," and he's like, "Yeah, he will," because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Like it just, to me, it got me excited. Like, okay, they they have a plan. I don't know what the plan is, and it's probably not going to work. But um, interesting. Okay, I'm done. Also, seeing uh, Hawkeye be kind of like a weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> like super cool ninja was kind of cool as well. So, I thought it was fine. It was the definition of a teaser trailer. I think if it wasn't an Avengers yeah. trailer, people wouldn't be talking about it nearly as much as it was, as much as they do. Fair. Um, Fair. I thought it was fine. I thought it was weird how much they focused on Iron Man, but I have a couple thoughts on that once we get into theories and discussion, but for now we're just breaking down our initial thoughts about the trailer. Um, I... I like that it has this like dour tone to it like really we yeah. lost big time um but it ends with that ant-man thing of there's some hope here just the right amount of hope and i think it's false hope oh i agree i oh i'm real excited to talk about that theory oh i want to blurt it out so bad right now what's your theory He's a scroll. Yes! I'm not he alone in the scroll. universe. Ant-Man is totally a scroll. There's no way. I, th- like, yes, I think I think Ant-Man came back. He didn't come back. He's still stuck in the quantum realm, and some scroll has some technology that makes people think he's Ant-Man. Yes. Well, no, scrolls um, are notorious for the shape-shifting. Yes, but... Um, Ant-Man would be easy to replicate his powers because he's tech-based. He doesn't actually have yeah, superpowers. He has a suit. Right, right. So he could shapeshift into Scott Lang and then use the technology that Ant-Man uses to fool people into thinking he's the actual Ant-Man. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, he's totally oh, I'm, so, I'm so glad we're on the same page. Guys, we did not discuss this ahead of time. I'm just... Ah. That's, that's nice to be in unison. Uh, yes, it also feels weird. Um, I I saw so since we've kind of talk, talked about the trailer, I guess we'll just go ahead and go into the main discussion. Um, I am hoping for a hobo Hulk. Um, a hobo Hulk. Like, yeah, beard and like long hair and stuff uh, like that. Okay, but, okay, not like yeah. actually homeless. No, no, no. We call him Hobo Hulk because like, what else do you call him? He's got a beard, long hair, and looks like a hobo. Okay. <laughs> no, because I he's he's like that Hulk is it's really interesting. Um it just I don't think they'll go with it just because Bruce can't get Hulk out of him for some reason. And they haven't he got really the crap beaten out of him by Thanos. I mean no, but like to be fair, like that that doesn't like Hulk's not a scared person, so it that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, they better explain it more, Tim. In my opinion, this is, I guess, my bias against Marvel coming back out because that—that's a—that's de- a detail I don't like. Because 
the Hulk is fearless and angry, and there would no be there'd be no reason for him to be like for Bruce to be like, nah, you're gonna be the Hulk, and him be like, no, unless he's just unless he's blaming Banner for it. But even then, it just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, can we talk about the fact that uh, Thor looks like a really depressed hipster in this trailer? He looks like he just came out of Eight Mile. Yeah. That- Oh, that's a, yeah. It's just like, what is? Ugh. Oh my God, he's literally a rap god. I hate you. I hate <laughs> I'm you so proud for. of that one. I'm saying everything you stand for. I, I think um, it'll be interesting too to see who's left because I personally don't remember who who all makes it, and I don't think that they really confirmed what I who all is still alive. I can remember some of the names, but what I liked about the trailer is they don't say dead. They say missing. Like you see on the board, um, uh, Peter Parker is missing. Scott Lang is missing. Shuri, which is something we didn't see, is missing. However, I don't think she got snapped. I think she just went underground. Wait, which one? Shuri, Black Panther's sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I don't think she's gone, gone. I think only Black Panther's gone. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, to be fair, if I saw my brother like disintegrate in front of me, I would I would go underground too. Yeah, probably. Um, what did you think about Iron Man's role in this trailer? <sighs> um, so... I like that he's accepting death and I love that it's almost a, like a tender moment between him and thoughts without her being there. Um, especially the line where he says, you know, I'll dream of you. I always do. Um, it's always you. Like I, I really like that moment cause it in some ways it takes this Tony from all these different movies that we've seen him in, who's kind of come, become like this hard, like almost not even recognizable from the first, even the first two Iron Man movies. They're a completely yeah. different person. Um, Which has and, made me not like him. I've actually, as the movies progress, I like Iron Man less and less to the point of, honestly, and this is my hot take, if Iron Man dies in Endgame, I won't care because of how yeah. much he's changed. However... I have enough faith in Marvel that if they do more or less kind of give him a face turn, because he's turned into almost a smarmy heel in a sense. If they yeah. do give him a face turn, I kind of, I can see them pulling it off well enough. Right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, a lot of that's going to depend on whether or not he makes it. But yes. Then I again, two things that, especially yeah, with the ship. I, um, the Who first, do you think picked him up? I don't think anybody picks him up, actually. Really? So, I think it's one of two options. The first one, they all go back in time. Think about it like Back to the Future. There's two timelines. There's the everything mm-hmm. sucks timeline, which is the current, and then there's the past. I think present day, current, everything sucks, Tony, dies on that ship alone and by himself. But... Back in time, Tony is there to help 
to undo the future mistakes because Cap and a couple others go back in time. Or, the more likely option, no one saves him, but Tony saves himself. Because there's some interesting parallels between the beginning of this trailer and Iron Man 1, where it all started. Him wearing just the tank top with the arc reactor shining through all by himself, Mm. having to build something essentially in the middle of nowhere to try and find freedom. Tell me that wasn't done on purpose. That's okay. I'm iffy about the time travel thing, the timeline thing, but uh, I can see you you got me on there. Also, where the heck is Gamora? Gamora's dead. No, she's in the trailer. And remember, she's with Iron Man after the snap. So she's alive and with him. And he's just like, I'm all by myself. I want to see the scene where Gamora's just like, no, idiot. I'm right behind you. Pepper, I'm all alone and dying. Idiot, I'm right here. I'm going to save us. I'm all alone, Pepper. Gamora. Yeah, Gamora's there with him. Gamora. Gamora, the one that Thanos sacrificed? I'm an idiot. Nebula. Nebula. (laughs) Nebula. Oh, man. Nebula. Yeah. Who will be the biggest and most important character in Endgame, mark my words. Oh, I guarantee. More so than Iron Man. Yes, Doctor Strange kept Iron Man alive because it was one of the 14 million possibilities. However,. Yeah. I don't think it's Iron Man that's going to ultimately be the hero. It's going to be Nebula. Yeah, no, I agree. However, I have a fear as well. And I hope with everything in my being that this is not what happens. But I can see it it being an option that they keep Tony away for most of the movie. So he has his journey of self-discovery and ultimately he comes back to the team, builds his own Thanos Buster suit, and defeats Thanos. That sounds so dumb. I don't... You could see it happening, though. Of yeah. Thanos, Iron Man, one-on-one, one more time, because they more or less had that one-on-one confrontation in Infinity War, and there seems to be this weird like connection between the two characters that they seem to imply has been there the whole time since the first Avengers, but... I'm because this whole franchise seems to revolve around Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. because he's the one that started it all. I'm worried they're gonna have him be the one that ends it all and be like, I, with the help of my team, which Iron Man, it's never been. Avengers has never been Iron Man's team. It's been Cap's yeah. team. It's been there's never really been a leader actually. But if they just have Iron Man come out with a special Thanos busting suit or. Heaven forbid Iron make Iron Man makes his own infinity gauntlet to beat Thanos. I'll be real pissed. Yeah, I it, because even that like the Hulkbuster suit didn't really work that well. Yeah. Like, that it, had a specific it, purpose. It, That's fine. Temporary restraining. Just, I guess. I just don't But yeah, you could see it happening. That's what pisses me off is that I can totally see it. And they'll be like, look at how cool this is. And Iron Man and Cap have a great moment together fighting Thanos one on together as a team one last time. Like, no, thanks. I'm good. 
if you really want to pass the torch, which is frankly what you kind of need to do with this one, because this is everyone's swan song from the OG Avengers, more or less, have the new guys that have been snapped, have the ones that got snapped, be the ones that defeat Thanos. Hmm. So my question, of course, as always... Naturally. I think I've asked this this before, is... Where are they stepped to? Because I don't care Soul what stone. you say. They have to go somewhere. Soulstone. Like, they're in the Soulstone. I, I believe so, yes. Okay. That includes Gamora. The yeah, actual so, Gamora, well, Gamora not Nebula Gamora. They, yeah. It, they would have to because that's, like, that's, she was sacrificed for it. But, I hope they're all stuck in like, the Soulstone beating about, the crap out of Peter Quill. Oh, God, yes. But see, okay, so the, then the question is, if that's not the case, then where did they go? Because you know as much as I do, especially because of how each stone is, like, matter can't just go anywhere, can't just dissipate. It has to go somewhere. They went to limbo, which means fox. Uh, okay. So... Since she wasn't in the trailer, what do you think the role for Captain Marvel will be for this? Uh, I can see a lot of different options, and clearly they're trying to set her up as a big piece to uh, Endgame, and she's a character that Kevin Feige really, really loves. Where do you see her fitting into this overall puzzle? A lot of it's going to depend on what happens at the end of Captain Marvel. Um, because that takes place in the 90s, right? So then where has she been this whole time? Yeah. So if you're, and if you're going to sit here and say, um, well, she, uh, she, she's just been flying around in space. So she didn't hear anything about Thanos, even though apparently the entire galaxy has been nervous about it. Like, whatever. Yeah, I think they've put they've put it in a hard spot with her character. Um, this could just be me, but I can absolutely see her character having as much impact on the story as Doctor Strange did in Infinity War. Like, definitely is impactful, but isn't the actual MVP or one of the main players. Like, Doctor Strange is very much heavily involved, but I don't think he's, like one of the A-list people that's responsible for bringing down Thanos. The only reason he's as integral as he is is because of the Time Stone. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. Or or they just they paid better that Cumberbatch a ton of money so he had to get more screen time. I mean, more Benedict Cumberbatch screen time is never a bad thing. Unless it's the yeah. Intimidation game. Yeah, fair. Uh, I just... Did you find it weird that there's only one shot of Thanos? Not at all. Not at all. And really? that's only because the only shot we get we get is really of him kind of like walking through the flowers like, man, I did what I always wanted to do. And has a scarecrow <laughs> in his yard now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's exactly what I would expect Thanos to be doing. So... Something that's kind of been stuck in my brain that 
I've been racking my brain trying to think how it can be incorporated is, do you remember in Captain America Civil War at the beginning, Tony's talking at that college or whatever, and he has those like almost like VR glasses that kind of like recreate scenes around him? Yes. Barf or whatever. So the <laughs> Russo brothers said that's going to come back into play in a big way. So I'm kind of thinking that's going to be integrated somehow in Endgame, but I'm scratching my head as to how. Any thoughts? No. (laughs) None. Because that's such an obscure section of the Iron Man movies to bring back. But nothing in Marvel is coincidental, unless it's one of the things that they want you to forget. In which case, I think that's a video I need to do at some point, is just stuff Marvel wants you to forget about the MCU. Like, all of the Incredible Hulk and the end credit scene for that. Yeah. I... Mm, I could see them using Barf, but I don't know how. Like, how they would use that to defeat Thanos. You watch, we'll come back to this episode. This time next year, we'll be like, well, it was so obvious, and we'll hate ourselves for it. So I'm thinking about it, right? Okay. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of the animated Avengers show where they fight Thanos. Okay. Um, And Tony in that show uses misdirection for Thanos to use the wrong stone at the wrong time kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Or the the right stone at the wrong time. And it kind of tricks him in that way. Well, if that's the case then maybe get Thanos in a situation to where he is, he perceives the re- the reality around him as different than it is. I don't know. That's so, a, I'm having to like really pull a lot of crap out of my butt just to figure out how. Oh, no, no, no. Tag me in. Work. Tag me in. I think I got it. Okay. Go for it. Tag. Okay. So Thanos in Infinity War, I almost called it Endgame, but that's the next one. Um, In Infinity War, and in Thor the Dark World, the one that we don't talk about, there's the reality yes. stone. Thanos uses it in a twist reality. Well, what if Tony's like, I don't have the reality stone, but I have something that can alter our own reality in a sense. So he uses okay. his own version, a Tony version, of a reality stone-like device to trick Thanos somehow. Yeah. Like... There's, there might be elements of different Infinity Stones that we don't know about. Like, the Quantum Realm is beyond space and time. So that's the time element. Clearly, time travel is going to be involved in some capacity. I don't know how much you know about the behind-the-scenes, like, on-set photos and whatnot, but yeah, I'm not going to go into too many spoilers either. for those who want to remain clean. But time travel will absolutely be involved with Endgame. I'm not going to tell you to what extent, because I don't know. I've just seen some pictures that made me go, we've seen this before. That annoys me a lot. It depends on how it's done. There's some rumors that say that Thanos may not even be the villain in Endgame because it's not in the same timeline. I don't want multiple timeline. Please, let's make this three-hour movie even more confusing. Now, I'm hearing also some conflicting reports. Do you think there's going to be a time jump between Infinity War and Endgame? Yes, absolutely. 
I don't. I see no reason why the world literally collapsed collapses because half you know half the planet is gone. Um, the only thing. I don't. Only thing that makes me shut that down is Tony on the planet, um, like on Titan or whatever, on the um, crashed um, Benatar, the ship. Like that seems pretty recently after the snap, not yes. five years, like some people are implying as a rumor. Ooh, I would much rather yeah, there yeah, be a time yeah. jump and actually see the effects of people being gone. Well, I, which I, I still think we're going to see that. With the discussions between um, Black Widow and, and Steve, the the you know, reveal of Hawkeye as some like weird ninja, um, Ronan, I, Ronan, it's gonna happen finally! I'm so excited. It's my only. He looks only, awesome. I mean, he really, it really does, and it's the only version of Hawkeye I actually like. Um, but <gasps> the, there's definitely gonna be a, a, a time jump. What if? In addition to Ant-Man being a scroll, Hawkeye's a scroll, and him and his family both got snapped. There'd be no way for us to know. Exactly. Stop. No. You gotta And that's that why he's out. a vicious killer now. Stop. Dude, now you're gonna be thinking about it. So I, I, okay. I, it's a different kind of theory making, but give me kind of like a checklist of things that you want to see happen in this movie. Kind of like your fan wish fulfillment. If this is the final be all end all um, Avengers movie for the OG cast, what are some things that are still left on your Marvel fan wish list that you have not seen yet that you want to see in Endgame? <sighs> Okay, assuming that I care, which I don't. You care a little um, bit. I do a little bit, but like, I wouldn't grumpy mind seeing. Curmudgeon. I know. I'm just this grumpy old man that's like, rah, 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 I want my DC. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing B- Bucky finally pick up the shield um, as Cap. Uh,. But he, they're probably keeping him, and he'll probably be eased into the next phase. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Really? Because, like, oh, so OG cast is, you would consider, but like, Chris Cap, Evans, Chris um, Hemsworth. Iron Man, Black yeah. Widow, Thor, Hawkeye, Hulk. Um... I don't know. Uh, Hulk, I don't think, is done. Uh, but no, I could be wrong. Yeah, they really haven't done enough with him for him to be done. Um, Thor, I can see being retired in some way, but I don't know because Thor's a god. So how do you explain away that he's not around anymore? Um, Chris Evans, I need I need him to die. Really? Like I need him to die. Not not like I want captain to die like really bad because i hate him no because like he in order for bucky to properly take over chris evans cannot be around anymore that you know steve rogers cannot exist in a world in that world so i can think of like three things off the top of my head and um, and all three of them actually have to do with captain america of all things shocker yeah. yeah um one of them 
without dipping into spoiler, this isn't a spoiler. I'll go with the one that isn't a spoiler because I know for a fact it's happening in this movie. I've always wanted to see what um, a live action version of the classic chainmail style Captain America suit would look like. Ooh. And we're getting yeah. it. Of course. There's been some leaked photos. He'll have a new suit. Of course. And I'm not going to lie, it looks kind of amazing. No, yeah. Well, most it of actually looks suit just look like good, the comics, so. but it doesn't look cheesy or dated or anything at all. Well, that's good. The other two... What are your other two? The other two I can fully see happening, absolutely. Um, but we don't have any confirmation that they actually will happen. But they've been set up in previous films that make me think it will happen in this one. We have Captain America wielding Thor's hammer. Yes, that needs to happen. It, I, I think it will. And Cap says... Finally, after ten freaking years, Avengers assemble. Just picture it, man. Even you, the most cynical, heartless man <laughs> out there. I don't know why I went heartless. That was a little uncalled for. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That hurts. Imagine all the people that I got dusted and snapped all come back to life. There's a big, huge army of all the greatest Marvel heroes staring down Thanos, Cap leading the charge. And before they charge, Avengers assemble and they all charge towards Thanos. And then you have the Avengers theme in the background. Dun, 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 dun. Instead of the rotating circle of the original six, you have a rotating circle of everyone with Cap at the center. Avengers assemble. I can, that would be a good moment. They need, like I said, Cap needs, he needs to die. He, he has to. In order for Bucky, <laughs> what did it bring I, us back down to reality? <laughs> I know, but like that's my point, though, is like he he has to die, but he can't just be like, well, he went out like a you know, Thanos just kind of like slapped him and he flew into a tree and now he's dead. Like that can't be it. Like he's got to go out like that, like in a blaze of glory. Maybe like we, maybe he wields Thor's hammer um, to buy to take some time. Uh, yeah, exactly. To buy the team time, or even as the final blow, but the the cost of using the hammer it destroys him as well. Because he is like at the end of the day, he's still human, so it's not like his body can take that take the lightning. But you know, I don't know. It, 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 at the end of the day, he has to to pass in order for Bucky to take over. And really, like you've got to send him out in the best way you possibly can. Because so somebody day, suggested Rogers was strongest character in in that team someone suggested and i'm like oh gosh please don't do that you heartless soul is this is how captain america goes out he fights thanos he's doing okay but thanos then uses the reality stone to strip captain america of his superhuman serum and makes him just that scrawny guy again and cap keeps trying to fight thanos and thanos just beats the crap out of him within an inch of his life, and he's like, so this is how the soldier dies. Do you want to keep going? And Cap gets up one last time. I could do this all day before Thanos kills him. See, but like, <laughs> as, as sad as that would be, like, that's how Cap needs, like, that kind of stuff is how Cap needs to go out. 
like true, you know, true to the to his character, gun, you know, sticking to his guns. Like I just that that's how that needs to happen. I, if it, it doesn't happen like that, I'm going to be mad now. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> I. <laughs> Mile, I'm I'm gonna give one last hot take on Captain America. This is contrary to things that I've said for five to six years now. Cap's not dying. Yes. Are you are you picking your jaw up off the floor? I of all people am saying Captain America is not okay. dying in Endgame. Okay, I'll hear you out. I think we use the time travel that we're going to use to go back in time to undo the mistakes. He's going to go back in time and his story is going to end with him going back to be with Peggy and get that one last dance. No, no. And then you can have your classic Captain America stories of him fighting off Nazis in the 40s and 50s, just like his comic origin was, all those stories. He's allowed to keep living the rest of his life in that time period with Peggy. And he doesn't interfere with the rest of the timeline in our future. We don't say goodbye in death, but we say goodbye in our timeline to Captain America. I'm going to say no, because I don't... I, I want nothing to do with time time travel. I can't. I just... Uh, complicates so everything. Ready for that? I came for my I mean, girls' one last dance. I mean, I'm with. Uh, I'm with you. However, screw off. Go away. <laughs> so you think? Well, I I agree. Bucky's probably going to be the new Cap, but it's a matter of will Cap die or will he voluntarily give up the shield? Yeah. It, uh, and it's see to me Bucky seems like the natural successor, but I I also know that Falcon has taken up the mantle as well, which yeah, sure, I'm not from a thematic of. standpoint. I really don't want that to happen. From a thematic standpoint, I don't think Falcon makes a whole lot of sense. They've really been building up Bucky and his overall story arc to make him the new Captain America, more or less. As much as I love Anthony yeah. Mackie and would love to see him as Captain America. It's well, the, to me. It's always been weird to see Falcon flying around with the shield because it doesn't make sense for him to need the shield. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, let's wrap it up with like a really out of left fields. Our Super Bowl predictions. What happens at the end of Endgame? Not how do they defeat Thanos? What happens after they defeat Thanos? Like mid credit scene, post credit scenes. You know I've had one for quite a few years now, but it only got stronger within this past year. Before I go into mine, what do you think is the future of the MCU and the future of the Avengers after they defeat Thanos? Well, they've acquired the rights, so Galacticus and and Silver Server. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, that's the only logical place I think I can go. Either that or Namor, but Namor isn't that big of a deal. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, Galactus is still the one that I've been saying for years is going to be their next big guy. 
they're going to be building up Galactus like they built up Thanos at the end of Avengers. I don't think we'll see Galactus. We'll see Silver Surfer, I think, will be the end credits. However, I'm laying. this is the first time I'm actually going on record saying this. So, you're special. Um, well, no, I'm so My plan B, if it is not Silver Surfer, it's Doctor Doom. Okay. I'll be down with that. And we won't see Dr. Doom. It'll be a reference to Latvia or the Fantastic Four. Okay, maybe. I I can see that. I I think, I'm thinking about it now. I I wouldn't mind if the the new, the next Avengers movie, their first Avenger, uh, you know, adventure out with this new cast is someone small and just hint at the big stuff. Like they, like they, you know, like, like they Ultron do. essentially, you need your yeah, mid-level exactly. guy. To, before exactly. you get to so the maybe, guy. maybe starting with Namor wouldn't be a bad idea. Which ironically, um, although, if they come out with Namor using, now, people will accuse them of copying yeah, DC with Aquaman, which I think is funny. Exactly. Which is why they might stray away from using Namor. I don't know. Yeah. There was talk Even though he's Namor. part of an awesome character. They own Namor again. There was talk of using him a few years back, but I think after this whole Aquaman thing kind of took off a year or two ago, I, those talks have quieted. But who knows? Maybe there's going to be a Namor cameo in uh, Endgame. Yeah, I don't, well, we'll see. We'll have to... It's not going to be know. X-Men. I feel pretty confident saying that. Yeah, it's too early for X-Men because they just... It's been done but... To... How great would it be if one of the films in Marvel Phase 4 is Fantastic Four? It just writes itself, man. It really does. As long as it's not fan four stick, I think we'll be okay. I said Fantastic um, Four, not fan four stick. <laughs> I mean, really, like... <laughs> I mean, Marvel's got to get their, their work cut out for them at this point because, I mean, there hasn't been a single good... Uh, fan, fan for uh, the Incredibles, a Fantastic Four movie. So, no, that's not a Fantastic Four movie. Get out of here. Fantastic Four shouldn't no. be that hard on paper to make a movie for. Correct. It's very but simple. I I still said in um I did a video. How long ago was this? Maybe a year ago of how they could introduce the Marvel characters, and I still to this day say that one of the best ways you can introduce the fan fa- Fantastic Four into the MCU is via Spider-Man, of all people. So, hear me out. I can see that. In no, no, Homecoming, that makes complete sense. <laughs> in Homecoming, there's um, the old Avengers Towers being sold to somebody. It's one of two options. Oscorp, which is probably who is actually going to, or it's getting turned into the Baxter Building. Which would literally okay. be symbolic of old heroes are moving out to make way for the new heroes. Okay, okay. Um, um, and right, the circle ready? where the A is something. now is a circle something. with a four in it. Yes, that works. Okay, so uh, if not, let's go with something. I'm going with an end credit scene for, for Endgame, okay? It's my pitch. It's not a bad guy. We're not hinting at the next bad guy. We're hinting at the next phase, right? Okay. So have, uh, you, you know, let's assume that once they break the soul gem, it brings everybody back. Okay. So under that assumption, 
everybody appears kind of where where they last were instead of them all appearing in one location. So they're all, you know, appearing, whatever. Then the movie wraps up, blah, 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 credits roll. And then we come up on a on a room that with like tons of like science stuff and we kind of scan over the desks or whatever. And then we hear the sound of someone getting of being, you know, put back into this reality and out of the, the, the soul gem. And we pan up and it's Reed Richards. Or we don't even need to show him like have a cell phone ringing on a desk. Just keep yeah. buzzing, keep buzzing, and you just see an, an elongated hand reach from out of frame to pick it yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. So, like, why, why, like, why does it have to be a bad guy? Just like, let's hint at that stuff because I mean, that's the next direction we're going anyway. So, why not? Literally, just have a wide shot of the desk and show a ridiculously long arm stretching out to grab the phone. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, and of course, I mean, you, it, it'll it'll work because you know Chris Evans can now play <laughs> the Human Torch again because <laughs> he'll be dead anyway. Um, <laughs> also, Killmonger is dead, so he could play it too. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, stop that! No, hey, wait. he was a good Human Torch. It's not I would hard die to on be... my sword defending Michael B. Jordan's performance in Fantastic <laughs> in Fan Four Stick. He was good in that. Okay, you're not wrong. But I, at the time being, I don't have any more theories. You watch, yeah. come tomorrow, I'm going to be like, why didn't I talk about that or that or that or that? Yeah, yeah. I think at this point, and honestly, I, I mean, it's not hard to believe that before this discussion, I was very much like, the whole series should just end right here. I don't want any more Marvel after this, but... <sighs> with the acquisition of you know all the X-Men and all the Fantastic Four characters, there is a possibility for a bright future with the Marvel Universe and Phase Four. Just imagine, that hurts. man. Um, I can't mm. just imagine if they don't if the main characters don't die, like Cap or Iron Man don't die, they just go off away for a while to make room for these new guys. Like whoever the new Wolverine is, the new X-Men. All these new characters like Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. Chris Evans and uh, Rob Downey Jr. are away for a lot of years to make room for these new guys. Then, when Galactus comes to town in Avengers 7 or 8, they had to bring in the big guns and bring back yeah. the old classics. Oh, the pop that would get. I agree. However, then you have to explain where they've been all these years and why they haven't made, they haven't brought them in for any of the other, the other adventures. I don't know. I think people can kind of suspend their disbelief. People still ask where the Avengers were in Iron Man 3, but you still kind of work their way around it. There's always ways around it. I I don't think we have any more conspiracy theory for today, but there'll always be more. I'm sure of it. You got any last conspiracy theories, Josh? No, none none whatsoever. I think uh, obviously, we'll wait for the the first real trailer for Endgame, and then uh, obviously we'll probably have even more questions. Yeah. So, um, 
in the coming weeks, we will be doing a best and the worst of 2018, like a year recap, which I'm real looking forward to. And then the first episode when Josh and I get back together in 2019, whatever that may be, um, hopefully January 1st, if not sometime in the new year, we'll be doing our 2019 predictions because holy crap, 2019 is going to be probably the biggest year in movie history. Not even high probably. Easily, easily the biggest year. I'm I'm so excited for both those videos and the coming year. We're ramping up for some good stuff. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode. If you like what you see or hear, be sure to subscribe to us on whatever channel you're listening to us on, whether that be iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, whatever else, man. Uh, subscribe to us there, and be sure to check us out on YouTube if you haven't already at Uncharted Media. And stay sharp, movie guys and gals.